Welcome back, ATO fans. Coming to you from San Antonio, Texas, the beautiful Riverwalk. We're right now at the Hyatt Hotel. We are at the TMPA Annual Conference and also the Texas State Lodge FOP Biennial Conference. I didn't know biennial, biennial was a word until today. ATL is repping the FOP Lodge 716. Shout out 716. I'm Joe King. I'm with the beautiful Detective Kristen Green. And we have a very special guest co-host, the great Clint McNair. Clint, thank you for being with us. Glad to be here. Super glad to be on here with and you guys. Thank you for all you've done for peace officers across this state and, and the country. Um, your your work, your reputation is legendary. I've, I've heard all about you before we even met. Thank you. Broken, trying to help the broken. Hey, we need it. Somebody needs to. Somebody needs to do it. Clint is actually going to have his own episode. Uh, he has got. He's got an incredible career to talk about. His father had an incredible career with Dallas PD. He's a Dallas PD legend. Uh, Stan McNair, can you talk a little bit about your about your father? Yeah, uh, dad started in the mid to late '60s. Uh, did time at Northeast Patrol and went to Capers. I think in 70 and did 31 years in capers, uh, working SIU, worked a ton of police shootings and uh, had a good career there. I'm retired from Garland and I couldn't have filled the shoes there at Dallas. He is a third generation law enforcement folks and a true, true Texas peace officer and advocate. We need people like this in our corner in the police world. I want to give a quick uh, mention to a story. Uh, I had a widow reach out to me uh, I met her at our Bags for Badges. I want to talk about Deputy Inspector General Richard Hell. End of watch, 5-9-2018. DIG Hell was killed in a motor vehicle crash on FM 51 north of Decatur, Texas. He was only 46 years old, left behind a wife and eight kids. Jennifer, thank you for reaching out. And it was a pleasure to meet you at our ATO bags for badges. Um, look forward to seeing you there again, and maybe we'll have you on here one day if you would like to. Uh, got some upcoming episodes to talk about. We have Dallas Fire and Rescue Zach, Zach Talent. Zach's an interesting um, episode. He reached out to me months ago, and I don't want to give too much away of what we're going to talk about in the episode, but he and his beautiful wife, Megan, came on the show and this little podcast uh, touched him uh, personally and professionally and that's what his story is going to be about. He's going to talk about some critical incidents, but he's also going to talk about what this podcast did for him um, and his family. It's a very humbling story. Uh, it's still surreal to me that what we do here uh, matters to people, but it's greatly appreciated uh, when we hear from uh, our fans. Uh, we also have the great Bob Sturm of the ticket in Hardline. Bob comes from a law enforcement family. Um, his wife, Sally, they were very, very sweet to let us in their home. Uh, we infiltrated the Sturm home, the mansion there in the seaside manor he has there in Dallas. That's a joke. Very nice home, but it's not a mansion. Uh, Bob talked about our police ride-alongs that span from... 1998 to 2007 and sadly we that was the last one in 2007 but they're very entertaining uh, stories 
we have a lot of laughs. He talks about uh, the day Troy Aikman hired him to be his analyst to break down games for Fox and now Monday Night Football. Um, anybody listens to this knows I'm a huge Troy Aikman fan, and I I enjoyed that story. Um, upcoming uh, episodes we have, we're in the planning stages. Some of the fans reached out and they want to hear from some homicide detectives and or in a family violence topic. We, I, I believe, we got the best folks to do do those episodes. We have uh, Andrea Isom. She's in Dallas Homicide. She's worked on some high-profile cases in uh, DPD, and she's going to come on with us and talk about those. Uh, she's working on her bio to get to me. We also have Andrew Fifield. He's a sergeant now. He just left family violence after spending many years there. I, being in the legal, I see all the cases, and I can say that that guy handled the extreme caseload. He also is a voice for the the victims. He's an advocate for the victims, and also speaks at engagements uh, out of on his own dime, out of, out of, on his own time. And he comes from a family violence. Uh, the offense it affected him personally growing up, and his story is going to reflect that. And I think it's going to. Uh, it's going to touch a lot of the listeners and it's also going to hit on a topic that sadly is ongoing daily in every city in this country Um, but you're going to hear from one of DPD's greatest family violence detectives Clint can you tell a bit about what's going on here at this TMPA conference so we have our annual conference we're in San Antonio this year we bounce around each year to a different location. It may be in Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Last year we were in Irving. Uh, we elect our new board here. We have training. Uh, we just finished up an association leadership class about how to support, um, how local leaders can support cops in their in their area. Um, and it's kind of ironic to be on here with you and for us to be at conference. Thursday night I was pulling into San Antonio. We had two officer suicides in the state within a couple of hours, then I got a call of a line of duty death. We lost three officers just in Texas within a couple of hours. Um, and then to be on here with you, the work you guys are doing, you never know who you're touching until you start getting the phone calls of people reaching out. And I, I think the banter and the enjoyment of people listening is, is great resource and relief. But I think the work you guys bringing, um, uh, mental health and taking care of our own to the forefront and then you guys getting uh, confirmed of what you're doing with the phone calls and the people reaching out the lives that you're touching and the lives you're the lives you're affecting you you can't put a price tag on what you guys are doing i'm honored to be on here with you guys man it's an honor uh you know that's very nice of you to say it it can ne- I can never hear that enough, of, uh, and it motivates me, Clint, to keep doing these. And I was really, I know I've said it before, I was going to do 50 episodes and I was going to be out. Well, if any of the listeners uh, could look up how many episodes, we're at 41, and we have 10 other episodes in the can, so we're going back just past 50 now. And because of words like Clint just said and, re- and people reaching out like the Sir Ginsburg and, and the Zach Talents and many others, um, we're going to keep going. It's fun. It's a lot of work, uh, but I get to meet a lot of badass people. I hear a lot of badass stories, and I get people on that are like-minded that want to help first responder community. And also, we want to we do want to bridge the divide with 
the first responder community and the civilians. And I'm gonna go back to our purse bingo, our bags for badges. We had a we had a civilian that reached out months ago, and I've been I've given her some shout outs before. Her name is Sarah Ginsburg. She's from New York. She reached out, and to make a long story longer, she flew down here on her own time, and she volunteered for our Bags for Badges event. Uh, and it was really surreal because she told quite the story of how she got involved with our podcast, and it it's really sweet and uh, to hear from people that live across the country you've never met that what we're doing here having on people uh like the lance crawfords and the chris webbs and and uh this the history of dallas swat those stories touch people in different ways and it's really uh, it's really humbling to me to have people that believe that what we're doing matters and our first responder com- community matters, and they're willing to give their own time to further support us. Sarah came in town, and I have to say that she worked her ass off. And Ed said if she ever moves to Dallas, he's going to give her a job because she was humping it. I, I had to MC that event. We had over 500 ladies there uh, trying to play, you know, win win some high end purses. Uh, we had some half dress uh, officers coming out there. We actually had a uh, a Garland K9 uh, hot cop out there. He was all all oiled up and back behind the stage doing push-ups. Shout out, Danny! You're awesome. The ladies, uh, the ladies loved you. Uh, look forward to having you back next year. And Sarah, you're welcome to come anytime to help out in any events. We greatly appreciate you. That event raised over sixty-five thousand for our uh, for our first responders, and that those monies that ATO raises, we, it goes to financial assistance to injured, ill, uh, injured or ill officers, and that's police and fire. We help in the city of Dallas and the surrounding uh, cities. Uh, we help out Garland, Clint, and Rowlett uh, when there's a death also and within those communities. Uh, the first responder world, we, uh, we get financial assistance, but most of our monies go towards the confidential counseling, and I've said it before, I can't get this point across enough is that since 7-7 the ATO has seen, seen a 300% uh, 300% increase in the officers that are going to confidential counseling that is a good thing people are coming forward and recognizing that they need assistance this job weighs on you this world weighs on you and being self-aware is the first step into getting help you know and uh, these events like the Bags for Badges, we got our uh, our Freedom Run that's coming up on September 11th. Uh, if you want to go and look that information up on uh, the Sissy Officer Foundation Freedom Run, please uh, go check that out. If you want to look up the information on the ATO, go to atodallas.org. If you want to look up information or donate to our cause, your money is going to go to a, a, a very good cause and financial assistance to first responders as well as our confidential counseling. Um, if you want to give some feedback on topics you want to hear or complaints, you want to bitch about the mics again, or I need to stop rambling as much, I listen and I will fix it. Uh, if I, I, I've tried to cut back on my use of the word, um, I'm well aware of that. So, uh, re- reach out to me at atobridging at gmail.com. 
Uh, and also I want to give a shout out to Wichita PD there in Kansas. Thank you uh, to the officer that reached out and, and uh, talked to us and gave feedback. It is really greatly appreciated. I want you all to be safe up there and keep listening and please keep the emails coming. Uh, this motivates us. The, the phone calls that Clint gets, it makes, it makes us feel what we're doing like it matters and it pushes us to work harder. We don't want to keep that. Clint does not want to get calls like that. But Clint's there for the first responder community, and, and I don't think he's going to go away anytime soon. It's, no, it, it's in his blood. Me. They're stuck with me. And the cool thing about what you guys have going is not just giving an outlet for cops to hear, but I think it's important for the community to hear this because we hire from the human race, and the human race is flawed, broken, and um, not built to see what we see. And I think this is a great way, too, for the community to continue to hear that we're humans just like they are and seeing trauma and bad things and getting shot at and holding dead babies takes a toll and gives them some understanding through our lens of kind of what goes on in addition to giving our own an opportunity to to hear vent and understand the stigma is not just with them. It's uh, it's not a stigma and it's okay to be broken. It is. Thank you, Clint. Thank you for serving. I can't wait to sit down with you uh, and get us a two-hour episode. I think I'm we excited. can go with two hours plus with your story. So, I'm excited. And also, I want to. I want to. Uh, I actually want to tell Clint thank you on air for this nice old fashioned that I'm sitting here enjoying. <laughs> so I think we're going to give a little toast to who, to all those that have gone before and those continue serving. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. ATL fans, until next time, be safe out there, and let's take care of each other.